Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, on today's episode, I have another special guest. Today's guest is a real woman sharing her real life experience with her hair. Whether it's no hair, more hair, natural hair, or locks, it's always a personal journey. And many times we choose that journey depending on the life changes that we're in, whether it be a new job, motherhood, new relationships, or even a breakup. And for some women, hair is an accessory and they change it like they change their wardrobe. For others, it's a staple piece in who they are. Today's guest will speak about her hair journey as it pertains to locks and how her locks has grown with her life. Today's guest is Tiffany Huffstruthers, and here's her bio. Tiffany Huffstruthers, also known as the Bounce Back Guy, is a wife, mother, and woman of faith. She is called to mentor women and is passionate about helping women thrive on their bounce back journeys from setback to impact and to income through the power of sharing their stories. She lives out her calling as an evangelist, award-winning author, sought-after speaker, coach, and CEO of When She Thrives, a community-based organization dedicated to equipping single mothers to move their families from poverty to prosperity. In her spare time, you can catch her in the stands cheering for her sons, curled up with a good book, or in the kitchen trying new recipes with her husband. And here's Tiffany Huffstruthers. Welcome to the podcast, Tiffany. How are you? I'm so well. Thank you for asking. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. I am so excited too. Um, I want to tell you guys real quick that Tiffany Huffstruthers is my big sister okay i met her through a coaching program and she has been amazing awesome always giving out great information sharing her work with the other women she was the bomb y'all but i have her on the show today to talk about her hair because just like me she has locks and of course she's had her locks way longer than i have but i wanted to know just about her journey so tiffany you can just give us just a little bit of background about who you are what you do and then What convinced you to get into your lock journey? (laughs) Okay, so um, I am Tiffany Huffstruthers, like you said. I wear a lot of hats and do a lot of things. I am an award-winning author and entrepreneur. I speak, but now mostly known as the bounce back guide. And so what that means is I really help women to rebuild or strengthen their relationship with God and then courageously share their stories about setbacks to make an impact and an income. Um, And that looks like helping women write books. Sometimes it's really helping a woman to develop a story that can be taken to the stage or turned into a business. The, The possibilities are endless. 
So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. I really enjoy it. And no, all of that was born out of me owning my own story and, you know, surrendering it back to God and allowing him to actually use it to do things that I could never have dreamed of. And so Thank now you, I am tasked with helping other women do the same. Awesome, girl. That is so good. Now, you've been through some things, I know, because you've mentioned it in the past. But can you share with us, how was your journey with your hair before you decided to lock up? <laughs> this is this is the, probably the funniest part of the story. So before I locked my hair, I, I have been wearing my hair natural since about 2008 or nine. And, and then like, I don't know, maybe 2009, I went blonde. And so I was like loving my blonde fro, twist outs, wash and goes like, and then when it grew enough, I had like this big puff, right? And so I was wearing the big puff and the wash and goes, and I was not taking care of my hair. So it was growing and it was beautiful, but it was dead. So I decided that I was going to gradually cut the dead hair off and I was wearing protective styles for a while before I locked my hair. So what I would do in between styles is I would, you know, wash, condition, you know, deep condition and treat it. And then I would trim it. (laughs) So one day I, I was like, you know, going through my process, I had like taken out some crochet braids and I was going to get some more crochet braids and I was trimming and I was looking in the mirror and like one side was really long and the other side was a lot shorter. So I was trying to balance it out. And before I knew it, I didn't have any hair. I had like one inch of hair left because I was cutting all of this blonde off. And I kept saying like a little more over here, a little more over here. And I didn't have any hair. So again, nobody really knew because I was wearing these protective styles. I ended up, I had just enough hair to get single twists. So I got some singly twists and I was just like, whatever, it's just hair, like no big deal, right? So I, I kept on with my protective styles and then um, in between, you know, everybody started wearing hair wraps. So I started buying hair wraps and wearing turbans. So one day, my now husband and I, we had taken a nap. He didn't know my hair was all gone. Oh, girl. <laughs> he had no idea. Right. Because in between styles, like I can wash it or whatever. And he never necessarily has to see it. So we were taking a nap. And when we got up, we were like sitting on the bed talking. And he was like staring at me. And I was like, what? And he was like, Tiffany, like screaming. I'm like, what? He's like, where's your hair? And I did like grab my hair and realize like my scarf had come off. And so he could see. And I was just like, oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. So he had had locks for years and it was something that I had been contemplating for a really long time, but I didn't want to go through the ugly phase. Mm -hmm. But once he saw, he was like, why don't you just start your locks? And so I decided, so part, but let me back up. Part of the reason why I decided to start was because at this time my life was like completely out of control. The fact that my hair was so long and dead was really a reflection of what was going on in my life. Like I had a lot going on, but it wasn't necessarily 
it was it was quote unquote good stuff but not god stuff and i felt like in that season god was like saying to me there's a lot of stuff you need to release mm. and so when i did it with my hair it was like this huge i don't know it created a huge void and mm. and part of the reason why i'm sure your listeners can relate to this as black women if we can't control anything else we can control our hair right you better say it, you better say if it. things are not going right it's like oh well let me do this to my hair let me try this let me buy this right and so i got to the point where there was really nothing else i could do and that's how my life was at the time i was caring for my dad he was dying and there was nothing i could do to to help him get better mm-hmm. um and in the midst of that, I, I had been starting to build this business, but I couldn't because I had to then care for my dad. So it was like, I couldn't control anything. And I realized because I barely had any hair, I couldn't control my hair either. And so when I decided, when I actually surrendered, I would say to letting my husband start my locks, it was like a reflection of me being able to surrender to all the stuff that I couldn't control in my life. If that mm, makes that's sense. good. Yeah, that's good. That's good, girl. And it was ugly. You know, I think, yeah. and this is why I say it's such, so closely aligned with my life because I feel like when we decide to surrender to God and we're like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And we expect that it's going to look at least halfway decent because it's what he wants us to do. But no, them locks was ugly. Like they looked like little worms. I hated them so much. And my husband was like, I would be like, oh, I need them retwisted again. And he's like, Tiffany, your hair is too thin. Like, you can't keep twisting it. You have to leave it alone. Yeah. And it was so hard because there was nothing I could make look good. There was nothing Mm -hmm. I could make in my life at that time. Like, I just had no control. No control. None. And so I get that. Yeah, that's kind of how it all started. I get that. So, I'm going to say there's a lot of similarities there. Um, you and I, I guess we did the protective styling. Um, I've worn protective styles for years. Do you hear me? Like, that's my go-to thing. Like you said, I could control yes. how I looked. I could control how I felt through how I wore my hair. Yes. So that was a big part. I feel like a big part of who I identify myself with. The long braids or the long crochet locks or the long crochet hair. Like, I was able to... If I was feeling down, oh, I need my hair done. I'm going to run to the beauty store, grab this pack of braiding hair, go and get my hair braided. Boom, I'm back yeah. popping. That's, yeah, yeah. you know, that's how I did things for a very, very long time. But it had been on me for some years now to just start wearing my hair. And even though, you know, I'm a big advocate of natural hair, I just could not wear my hair out in this natural state. I'm too busy. I'm too active. I work out. I have a family. I have a business. It's just, it was too much. Mm-hmm. So this past year in February, uh, I was looking through Instagram, looking at the people with locks. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so pretty. Came across um, a young lady, can't remember her name, but I saw her locks. She had color. So just so happened, the students at the beauty school were doing hair color. I'm oh. looking around like, listen, <laughs> can Perfect. you guys color my hair? Sat in the chair, they colored my hair. It was about one o'clock my son got out of school at 3 30. soon as they finished the color i started coiling my hair just just taking a um, comb and just creating my mm-hmm. locks and girl i said i can't believe i just did this to myself like what 
am I going to do tomorrow, next week, and the week after that? It was very hard to manage my image. It was very hard to control my hair. And so I understand that. Like I had no control. But like you also say, it's very symbolic to the things that go on in our life. You know, our hair is a reflection of who we are. And sometimes it's a reflection of where we are mentally and in our emotional state. Yes. And so much was changing for me. Like I said, I was evolving in ways that I didn't even recognize at that time. And and a large part of it was the fact that my dad was dying. Like my dad was my very best friend. He was like my spiritual foundation. He was my go-to, right? Mm -hmm. And so I have been on this journey where from a very young age, I'm the youngest of three, and my family is like the family that has, has dealt with everything that plagues the Black community. My mom had mental health issues. My dad was on and off drugs. My sister was a teenage mom. My brother was in and out of jail. He was in gangs. And then there was me. And all I wanted to do was read books. And so I went from being the smart kid in our family. Um, and then in high school, I started dating my children's father. So I went from being the smart one to being Dion's girlfriend, to be on Dion's baby's mom. And then, you know what I mean? Like I always had a prescribed image Mm -hmm. and my dad was consistent through all of that. So when all of that, when my dad was no more, right. And he wasn't kind of guiding me back to God constantly. I had to get to know God on my own. And I had to realize who God says I am without the mother role, without the girlfriend role, without the Mm -hmm. smart one role. And so I had to basically be naked. And that's what those locks were. It was like the ugly stages. Sometimes if we're honest, when we have babies, they're not cute. (laughs) Like, and you, you know, you keep your receiving blanket over Mm -hmm. your baby. And that's kind of how I felt about my hair. Like I wanted to cover up those locks Mm -hmm. until they started to look cute. And I'm a part of a natural hair community here. We have meetups. And I went to one of the meetups and one of the women who's like one of the founders of the group, she has locks, beautiful, long locks. And she was like, Tiffany, like, you can't keep covering them up. Like, you got to let them breathe. Mm -hmm. You got to let yourself breathe. Like, you're holding your breath, waiting to be pretty. You can't do that. And so after that meetup is when I started to just walk around with them little worms. I still didn't like them. Yeah. I still didn't like them, but I started to embrace the ugly, the the beauty in the ugly phases, if that yes. makes sense. Girl, that's good. That says a lot in itself. Man, it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> it was so rough. Yeah. I'm just so thinking with- back to like how I would look in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, like trying to change earrings to see if I can make it look <laughs> halfway decent and just be like, just forget it. Like I just... Listen, I understand. I'm there right now. I'm only five months in, so I you am beautiful. I don't I, at five months. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I had no. I don't even know how long I waited. It. I waited until my husband said I had to to color mine. But as soon as I colored them, I could see them better because my hair is like this. My natural hair is like mm-hmm. a dirty brown. But when I went blonde, I could actually see my hair, like the texture and the coils. And that's when I really started to fall in love with them. Fall in love. What was that point where, I know you said that you went to a natural hair meetup and there was a lady there who told you, Tiffany, you have to start wearing them. You have to let them breathe. 
when you started to do that, how long after did you say, you know what, this is, this is me. Like, I love this look on me now. Was it after they grew out for a minute or? Yeah, it was definitely after they grew out for a minute. Definitely. <laughs> it took, it took a minute. And I will say that I was getting a lot of compliments. Like people would say they look so nice. And I would just be like, you need to put my glasses on. Like, what are you looking at? So it took a while. I would say maybe it might have taken a, a full year for me to get to the point where like, okay, it's not that bad. Like when I had a little more length, your hair grows extremely fast. Because I feel like probably at a year, mine was as long as yours are now. And I could start to kind of like you have them, I could pin them up a little bit. And plus I had the color. So I think Mm -hmm. I started to embrace it a little more after about a year. That's good. Some people get locks just for recreational, right? They say, oh, I'm just going to just change my hair this time. I'll cut them off in a few years and do something different. But do you think this is truly a spiritual journey? I really do. And here's, here's what I will, here's why I say that. Because I remember when my husband when I first got them and when he was saying like, okay, like they're locking, you know, like for a while you just twist in your hair. Um, but when he told me like they're locking, I told him, I said, I'm going to have these locks until something breaks. Like something is, it's going to be a huge shift in my life when you see that I don't have these locks anymore because I knew it was to stretch me into being who God has for me to be at some point. And I don't know when that point is, but you know, I know that I know that I have to have the constant reminder of not being in control to get to where he's taken me. That's it. Yes. And our hair is a representation of that. Oh my God. Cause I think about it. (laughs) I'm telling you, I, I'm like, maybe because my husband's like, you know, you can't go back to that little ball head again. So he's like, if you want the locks out, you're going to have to cut comb them out. And I'm just like, even when I think about it, you know, like, oh, I could like take a weekend and comb these locks out. But that means then that I'm going to have to do my hair. Mm-hmm. And it sounds good in theory, but now I love the carefreeness of my hair. Like I can just get up and go. I'm always ready. Yeah, and you can pretty much style it any way you want to now because you have lit. Yes, and so now, because I was willing to go through that ugly phase, I can enjoy, you know, the fruit of what what I of that sacrifice. Yes, yes, but it took a minute. It took a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is a little bit off the subject, but it's still about locks. Your care, your hair care regimen. Once your locks started to lock and all that, how how like how often were you getting your hair done? Were you sticking to using natural products? Did you go to a professional, or did your husband do them? Did you do them yourself? Let me be honest. I am raggedy with my hair care. <laughs> the only reason why my hair gets cared for is because my husband does my hair. He has been doing my hair since I first got it locked. I've never been to a salon to get my hair done. And it's very simple. I do have natural products that I use in between him twisting it. Um, Initially, he was using beeswax when I first started them. But once it locked, he doesn't use those anymore. I mean, he doesn't use that anymore. I have this holy grail oil that I use that's made by a local um, beauty supply company called Natural Beauty Supply. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also, these hair drops 
also from another natural local um she's actually a beautician but now she has a whole product line of like shampoo conditioner and this moisture drop and my hair is very dry and it gets itchy so i use those pretty regularly like during the week just to keep the moisture and sometimes i also use tea tree oil my husband buys me oil sheen i I just like to to go like he has to literally at this point be like tiffany you need your hair done (laughs) like i don't sit down to get my hair with it i have other things to do and now i guess i've gotten so comfortable with the fact that i don't need to control this hair like it's fine Mm-hmm. So I guess I would say I get it twisted probably once a month and I, I might wash um, once in between the twists mm-hmm. if I need to, but especially now, like I'm not going anywhere. So it's not like my hair is all nasty and dirty. You know what right. I mean? But beyond like me exercising, I might come in the house and just rinse it in the shower and then yeah. just put the oil back in it. But I'm very very basic with my hair i actually like my hair when it's older well i like my locks when it's older it looks fuller it has more volume it Mm. looks it just looks amazing to me i just recently got my first professional retwist done because although i'm a stylist me doing my own hair to me is not going to get it done (laughs) it's just something different about sitting in someone else's chair so i finally got it done for the first time and i was able to see the growth that i've had since day one Wow. And I don't know about your locks, but when I started mine, they were very like fine because my hair it it mm-hmm. looks thick, but it's very fine. Mm-hmm. It was very stringy. And to see the the growth in just five months, to see the budding and to see how it swells, to me it shrunk, but it also swells. Yes. Um so I'm really happy about I that. Love, I love at, how you're swell. Yeah, thank you. I'm looking to see by December, how they look. My birthday's in December, so it won't be a year, but it'll be almost okay. a year. And I'm ready to see how that journey is. You do a lot with women. Um, you're a bounce back guy. You're a coach. You help women do different things. What type of advice could you give those women who are looking to take this journey to do something different with their hair, but also spiritually or something to help them with their esteem? I think first and foremost, the thing is that you have to own your journey. I think especially, and I can speak for myself um, personally, when I first went natural, I was like sucked into YouTube, watching all of the videos, wondering why my hair did not look the way the YouTuber's hair looked when I did exactly what she told me to do three times, spent money on all of these products, right? But my hair is not the same as her hair. And I think that's applicable to any journey that you're on, you can get guidance. You know what I mean? Like I can coach you through, but the journey is still your own. So you have to invest in and own your journey. And that's challenging because we want all of the answers, right? Like we don't want to have to grow through those ugly phases, but my advice is to like embrace those ugly phases because they're yours. They're yours. Girl, I love that. Yeah. And again, it was hard for me to do, but I'm I'm getting better at it. And I promise you that this log journey is part of the reason why I've gotten better at it. Because the reality is I wouldn't even be doing the work that I do if I hadn't had any of those ugly experiences. Mm. And they were even uglier than starting the locks, trust That's me. That's good, girl. I love that. <laughs> that is good. 
Yeah. Well, before I let you go, I do want you to give us some tips or give us some share share with us some wisdom that you have. I know there's some listeners out there that will really appreciate um, whatever you bring to the table, girl, because you got it. But could you <laughs> <laughs> could you just share with us a tip, something that you want the audience to walk away with? Um, I would say, you know, one thing that I learned on this journey is for as much as I love India Ari, she was wrong. I am my hair. And I think that if we pay more attention to our hair, we would learn so much about ourselves. Mm. Mm. And it's free to pay attention to your hair. It is free, free, girl. Yes, free. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. And that is so true. It's it's hard to embrace that truth though. It is. And it's hard. And sometimes it's hard to embrace your own hair. (laughs) It is. And the thing is, I think we we get so comfortable with hiding behind our hair. You know, like you can make yourself look good with the right hair or with the right color or with the the right um, edge control. Girl, you 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 telling the truth now. You are you you are speaking the truth. That is so real. Yeah, but I, I would just I would challenge your listeners to just get naked with their with their natural hair and watch how it empowers them to get naked in other areas of their lives. Girl, that now that's a good note to end on. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being a part of the Natural Hair Education Podcast. I appreciate you, Tiffany. I appreciate you for even having this podcast is so, so, so important, especially now when they trying to make laws against our hair and everything yeah. else. It's yeah. so important that we have these conversations and have absolutely. This is, I mean, natural hair is who we are, right? Like we were born with it. This is yeah. something that you can't buy, that you can't um, make. It's, it's part of who we are. That's so, right. Yeah. Thank you. But thank you so much. And I appreciate you for being a guest. And I will be speaking to you soon. All righty. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Did you all enjoy that episode with Tiffany? Wasn't that really good? Getting naked with your hair. I'm going to challenge you all to do that. For those of you that are used to wearing the protective style, the lace fronts, the braids, the crochets and the wigs to try for just a couple days to relax and let your hair down literally. Wear your hair, learn your hair, and ultimately learn who you are. If you want to connect with Tiffany or follow her on social media, she can be found on Instagram at the Tiff Puff or at her website, the Tiffany Puff Experience. Make sure you check the link in the bio for her books and the links to her site. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Until next time, let's remember to empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. See you next time.